0: And get your new action figures here. That's right, The Rise of Skywalker will have more troopers for you to buy that will probably do absolutely nothing in the film. <laughs> Welcome back to the Resistance broadcast, everybody. I'm John Hoey. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is a beautiful Monday here in the Resistance base. Why? Because we actually got some Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker news, uh, sort of, via some merchandise. We'll get into that in a little bit. So, without further ado, let me welcome in uh, the crew. James, Lacey, guys, happy Monday. Are you excited about Sith Troopers? We're going to be talking about some Sith Troopers tonight.
1: Uh, how you doing? What's going on? One of the first things I said to John after the Sith Troopers thing happened, I was like, you are not seriously putting this in the category of, like, the Judicials and some of these other Troopers. You mean the Executioners? And, yeah, the First Order Judicials. Yeah. They call them Nick it Nick, would nickname executioners or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, um, I think they are a little more important than the regular trooper. And we'll get into that. Like the death troopers. Yeah. Lacey, what's up?
2: I'm really excited. I'm going to buy an action figure. Mm. They're cool. Good. They're red. It's red. Flashy. Flashy. Someone made a funny point that it looks like they're 3D printed, but they haven't been, like, sanded yet because they have those lines.
0: Yes, Mm. yes, yes. I like those lines. I mean, they're interesting for sure, and we'll get into it in a little bit, but um, we have some important business to take care of, guys. Poll. Oh, you knew it. Damn it. Poll results. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, guys. He was trending big time on twitter so we figured he earned it let's have some fun and we asked you would you like seeing jar jar binks appear in star wars the rise of skywalker and this is one of our closest polls in the history of the resistance broadcast and who better to do that to us than jar jar binks so we gave you guys three choices yes misa back no smells with. Or sure, but a brief cameo only, which is a very popular line from Jar Jar and the Phantom Menace. Um, so the results <laughs> were <laughs> 29% said yes, 35% said no, and just by 1%, the winning vote, 36% said sure, but a brief cameo only. So maybe like a Revenge of the Sith, but even less. Um, so guys, this was our closest poll in a very long time. You definitely have your Jar Jar fans out there who think we're including everything possibly maybe into this final movie. What do you guys think about this and how would you vote?
2: I voted cameo, I think. I don't remember. I think I voted Mm. cameo because I said if it was yes, it would be like too much for me because his character was like in the prequels. So I think he should kind of.
0: Well, you could have voted no.
2: I didn't vote no. I definitely hmm. voted yes or like cameo, but I'm pretty sure I said cameo because I thought like just a small moment would be fun.
0: So you like your back, you like the Binks?
2: I think he's funny. Okay.
0: James, uh, last we saw him was Aftermath. He was uh, like a street outcast court jester type of situation. Where? What's going on? What? You, how'd, how'd you take this?
1: Um, I put short, brief cameo only. What I think it's happened? interesting because he's kind of a character that if he did have a brief cameo and, and even the briefest of briefs, right. Maybe even not even a speaking line. Mm. Um, there would be like 50% of the audience that would go. Yes. And like 50% of the audience would be like, Oh my God. No. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, anything more than that. And they're just, they're pushing it because then you might cause the like, yes crowd to be like, okay, too much. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. so I, just I think if anything brief cameo yeah
0: I just can't think of like how they would do it without it like taking people out of the story <laughs> I mean, like, there's Jar Jar Binks walking
1: through the middle of a lightsaber duel like well yeah well that's the YouTube <laughs> comment put, put in the YouTube comments what is what realistically no jokes here realistically what do you think would be the simplest easiest way to put him in there for fans, but not have him, but not have it pull people out of the movie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
0: give no, us some I mean, ideas. It's something. It's something to talk about because it's it's possible he could come back, but I don't think he will. But it certainly is possible. Um, now, our best comment uh, doesn't seem like a serious one, but we go by the rules, and that's the most likes. So uh, the best comment went to Alderanian Rose at Alderanian R. I guess a character limitation there, and they had said. Uh, yes, Jar Jar back in episode nine, as long as he is confirmed as a Sith Lord who is still maintaining Sidious's shrine on the Death Star ruins in the Rise of Skywalker. So Darth <laughs> Jar Jar is still a thing for some people. And I would think that's do, a joke. Do you guys think that people think that that's a real thing? Like anyone, like a small portion of people out there?
2: I don't think so. I think it's become one of those things that people are just like kind of laughing at it. Like it's a bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, good job on the comment. You got a bunch of likes. So thank you, Alderanian Rose. All right. So now it is time to talk about real stuff, uh, tangible stuff, the Rise of Skywalker stuff, and other stuff. So let's go to the Resistance Report right now with James Bainey. What's up, man?
1: It's the Resistance. All right, guys. News has been light lately. But, like John was saying earlier, this is the first time we're actually getting a little piece of news. So, uh, now, John, before we get into this, would you say that this was StarWars.com or the Star Wars show that dropped this news? I would say it's StarWars.com. StarWars.com. Is that just so that you can continue to say the Star Wars show doesn't drop news? Yes. (laughs) All right. So, StarWars.com... Uh, dropped a bunch of new information. I, I say information, <laughs> not a whole lot of information, but a bunch of News. merchandise and, uh, you know, cups, book bags, hot toys, yep. uh, you know, all these different things that you can buy. And they all relate to these brand new Sith troopers, which are going to be in the Rise of Skywalker and hopefully actually be in the Rise of Skywalker and not like, um, What's his name with the...
2: BB-90? The hat. Oh.
1: No, he was in the movie. I'm talking about the one from Force Awakens. With oh, Zuvio? The, Zuvio.
0: Yeah. yeah. It mm. was he was like the like, first action figure released.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, get a load of this guy. He's yeah. going to be great. Uh, yeah, people used no, to speculate that he was going to be like a real bad guy and stuff. <laughs> like...
0: I'm just like I'm not even sure.
1: So these things are basically red and black from head to toe. They look really cool, but I think the 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 eye catching feature of them really comes in the name the Sith troopers. Uh, Lacey, i'm gonna I'm gonna start with you. What are your thoughts on these things? Um, are you with John? I think John's kind of made it known that he's doesn't think these are gonna be that big of a deal.
2: I think it's one of those scenarios where, They had to announce and do something at San Diego, and J.J. didn't want to give anything away. So he was like, just do the Stormtrooper because it doesn't (laughs) give anything away. And it's cool, and it's Star Wars, and people like Stormtroopers. Because I remember before The Force Awakens came out, they were like, look at all these Stormtroopers. And everything that was released was Stormtrooper because they didn't want to give anything away. So I think Mm -hmm. this is one of those scenarios that Since stormtroopers have been in every Star Wars movie, it's an easy way to build up that story of this is the legacy, this is the end of the end, this is what it's been building to without giving anything away. Um, And then Madeline, who works in the costume archiving department, she was interviewed in the article and she talked about how the trooper has little homages to different stormtroopers from different eras, which is really cool. Um, which means that, you know, Michael Kaplan has really thought about how the troopers have changed over the years. But yeah, no, I don't think this gives away anything. The only weird thing is that it's called Sith, obviously. But other than that, I think they released the one thing. Yeah. Okay. You're making a hand gesture at me, James. But overall, I don't think they've released anything that is saying like, this is the storyline. They're just saying, here's a red stormtrooper.
1: Well, okay. Fair. But the reason I, I'm i looking at this and I'm I'm like, I don't understand how everybody just seems to put this in the same category is that these aren't just called blood troopers. If they were called blood troopers, I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're just the next You the mean because like death troopers? Trooper. Or if they were called crimson troopers or something like that, I'd be like, oh, okay. But this is different. They're called Sith troopers. And that means that there's something spiritual about them or there's some sort of connection to... Uh, uh, the other entity, the 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 force entity, were mm-hmm. there. Does that mean that they're the first force using stormtroopers? That's a that's a big deal, right? Maybe. That that means that these guys are essentially like stormtroopers, like the Knights of Ren of stormtroopers. But I don't necessarily think that's the case. So this also, I mean, think about it. If they were called Jedi troopers what are, what are those? That's completely different from every other mud trooper or whatever. Uh, uh, executioners like we were talking about earlier, like all these things, those are just other names for different troopers, sand troopers and stuff. What we're talking about here is something completely different. If these things were called windu troopers, you, yeah, that's a big deal. Like there's something there that's completely different because you have to then connect it. Well, this somehow has to be connected to mace Windu, right? This now sets up a new precedent on what a Stormtrooper can be and how are these guys related because they can only be related to, and this is where, John, I thought you would get big into this, is they have to be related directly to Palpatine or Snoke and Kylo are confirmed as Sith. Or there's like another Sith out there, but all of these options are totally... Only because of the, the name of this character. The, these things, I'm not saying they're going to have a huge relevance, but they're, their existence is important to the future of Star Wars to, to a degree. They're not just another trooper. So, John, w- where are you sitting with this? He's like, they're just another trooper. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I just think, think
2: that they're not going to play a big role in the movie. And I think everyone's making a big deal about a stormtrooper.
1: But it's not a stormtrooper. That's what I'm saying.
2: It's a stormtrooper. It's a red stormtrooper. It's just a different name. The only tie that it might have is that they work for Palpatine, which someone had pointed out to me that, so in what Legends, does that mean? they had a Sith. That's what trooper. I'm saying.
1: That's a bigger deal, right?
2: Sure, of course.
1: John this is John's turn. He's getting mad now.
2: He's not getting mad, but <laughs> I feel like you just aggressively yelled at me about Sith Troopers. Uh, all right, yeah. When I was just telling you that it's a red stormtrooper. Go ahead, John.
1: Um.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> all that waiting and that's what you come up with?
0: No, I mean, it, it would be wrong of me to say that they're going to be important because they keep trying to sell these troopers that they're big deals all the time. In Rogue mm-hmm. One, the Death Troopers were going to be the most fearsome troopers we've ever seen. They're in all black. They have a weird menacing sound. They... Barely did anything, let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, pra- 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 Praetorian Guards, it was like, well, look at these guys. Now they have those things that can block lightsabers and they're going to be a big deal because they're Snokes and they're going to be a huge thing. Tomato sauce. I mean, yeah. so I. it would be foolish of me to, uh, you know, the whole fool me once thing to say like, all right, now this time they got it. They're going to do it. But James, to, to your point, you're right. I mean, the wording Sith Trooper does lead us on to at least go back to that belief that maybe these guys are something for a change. But I'm, I'm wondering, like, Sith Trooper, could it be to ward off Sith? Could it be, like, that way? Like, where you're, you know, um, using the term because you're that's what you attack or something like that? Because does the Rule of Two come back? If Kylo Ren's trying to become a Sith... Does Palpatine return because he doesn't want the Sith moniker taken away from him? Um, is that a thing? So there's. I think there's different ways you can look at this. I don't think it's necessarily these are troopers of the Sith or that they are Sith because you have to assume there's going to be a bunch of these guys. And if they are Sith and they're all, you know, Technically called Sith, then you're not doing Rule of Two anymore. Then you have all these different Sith running around. So I guess that, my yeah.
2: question is how they relate to the Knights of Ren. Like that's my. Confusion. I don't think they do at all. It's because I don't think they do. Right, because everybody's like, oh well, clearly Sith trooper. Maybe they're force sensitive, but then that downplays what the Knights of Ren are.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's that's any why connection. I don't think they're they're yeah. force sensitive. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. I
0: think they maybe used to like ward off Sith or
1: something. I think that what so, it might be. So I have a little theory on on these and I think that if if the Death Star is really what we want to call like his uh Palpatine's like gravesite, right? And he's like for whatever reason like latched on to the the material that is that uh machine that technological terror. Mm-hmm. Um then you gotta think at some point the First Order have visited these places looking for pieces of the old Empire, stuff like that, and they may have in the past encountered uh, Palpatine's spirit, uh, in which case they were like, well, we can't have people messing with this stuff, so we're gonna set up a legion of stormtroopers that are here to not only protect the Death Star, but specifically to protect, like, Keeping the entity that is the Emperor intact and safe, if you will, mm-hmm. that like kind of makes sense. I like that. And these people will be called Sith troopers because that's what they're protecting. They're protecting the Sith. Um, is there any kind of? Did they show any description I, yet?
2: No, no but, but there is one thing yeah. though, because on the backpack—that's the Sith trooper backpack—on the cover, mm-hmm. there are these little like diamond symbols. And um, actually, Kyle from Star Wars News Net, who does book reviews, very good book and comic reviews, pointed out that the symbol used for Kylo Ren in the character book is the same logo that's on the Sith Trooper backpack.
1: That's interesting. That's used for Kylo Ren? Yes. Okay, because I, not from Kyle, but from somebody else, I think I saw that it was associated with Vader.
2: Oh, I might have to look that up. I might have assumed black and Kylo Ren. Give oh, me two seconds. Oh, well, I don't
1: know. Well, well, well. If it if it's Kylo Ren, then we have a whole other topic on our hands here.
2: Yeah, give me um, give me two seconds. Keep talking about it. Go.
1: But but if it's Vader, then they might have subtly snuck in this symbol as like, ah, this is the symbol for Sith that we're going to start using. So I was messaged something by someone who.
0: Sent a post from a guy who works on uh, worked on these um, mm-hmm. Sith troopers, and the guy posted Instagram, and he said, "Well, I guess you can now see a little bit of what we have been up to for the last year or so." beautifully designed by Glenn Dillon and modeled by Aristotle's Lantern. I was lucky enough to be charged with assembling the helmets, which were expertly casted out by our mold room. Then after Mm -hmm. looking at these guys on set in person, these guys are amazing and totally badass. And this is only a slice of the awesome stuff we've done. I can't wait for this film. Now the hashtags he used were Star Wars, Sith Trooper, Rise of Skywalker, First Order, Stormtrooper, Model making, costumes, costume making, and filmmaking.
2: So, so he,
1: he lumped first order in with it.
2: Yeah, right. And I, it and is Darth Vader. I, that by was the way. thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. It was Darth Vader. So the thing that I'm, I was, uh, I was looking at these with a with a coworker, and Ooh. I said, "Well, they're clearly first order." And he's like, "How do you know that?" And I was like, "Cause the helmets." The helmets are right. reminiscent of right. the First Order, so it's not like these guys have been around since the Empire and they're still doing something or still associated with Palpatine. Right? Like that makes me think that Palpatine hasn't hasn't made these his own. Like he didn't command that these exist, because otherwise, oh. I don't think he would have been like, yeah, whatever, just make them look like the First Order. Yeah, you know, that I doesn't, agree. I agree. It I feels agree. like it's something that someone in the First Order. um uh, uh, you know, I forget what that commissioned for. Mm-hmm. You know? So
2: another interesting thing someone pointed out, um, it was actually a girl named Danny at Cardigan Vixen. She said that she had the Sith book, you know, the mm-hmm. book of Sith or whatever. And there's a chapter <laughs> called the manipulation of life. And in the upper left-hand corner of the book is the symbol that's on the backpack.
1: So it's, it's something that they've been using for a while. Yes. Like yeah. even in Legends. Yes. Okay. So I'm wondering, do you guys think
0: because, you know, again, going back to what we were talking about, the Galaxy of Adventures clip did feature Kylo Ren heavily in the Jedi versus Sith video. And then they come out with these Sith troopers. Yep. Is Kylo Ren finally exploring like the finish what you started? Is he becoming, is he trying to become a Sith?
1: So that was my first theory upon seeing them. I was like, John's going to lose his mind because <laughs> just just on the surface, the first thing to me is this confirms that the Sith are still a thing and and Snoke's not around, so it's got to be Kylo Ren. He already just pointed out that they're saying he's uh he's a Sith in, you know, this animated thing and he's got to be the person. He's I mean, he's the Supreme leader. He's clearly the person that commissioned for these things to be made. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're new and all the, all this stuff. And I thought about it a little bit more and I was like, I I think I can do better than this because that to me downplays again, it downplays the Knights of Ren and a bunch of other things. I also just don't think they're going down that route. You know, Mm -hmm. I think they're still going to try to stay as close as they can to the whole, like, because even JJ like really tried hard to say no no no, Snoke and Kylo Ren are not Sith because we want that to stay intact. Now he's the one who's bringing the emperor back. So you think he's going back on his word? I think he's probably whatever they're doing, they're still going to keep the fact that the Sith are gone. So James, so how I don't about think that? these belong to a current living Sith.
0: I'm going to get in a little wild here. But if we're going to assume that Richard E. Grant is going to play a more than a cameo type of role and Hux is going to come back the way we knew Hux in TFA, the way J.J. originally designed him as really mm-hmm. evil.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What if, and this is speculation nation, okay? <laughs> and I do mean, what if? What if? <laughs> what if, As because Obviously, we know basically. there's no love loss between him and Kylo Ren, right?
2: Mm. W-
0: what if this was a plan that behind the scenes behind Kylo Ren's back commissioned by Hux to create these troopers to bring and and he, his plan is to bring Palpatine back to take down Kylo Ren what if that's the thing
2: but in the force awakens Hux is the one that's against clones
0: i'm not saying these guys are clones though
2: i guess i don't know it seemed when, like he was when, so confident with his own army that Kylo Ren was like, well, why don't we use clones? And he was maybe like, that's
0: where, maybe that's where General Smiley comes in, whatever his real name is.
1: Yeah,
2: maybe Huck's. I mean, going on name? John's
1: point, which I'm it's not Pride. totally right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <like, laughs> uh, elite. What is it? Elite <laughs> General Pryor? Uh, oh, Allegiant. Allegiant. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Maybe, maybe these people know that if they were to put a bunch of first order troopers on Kylo Ren and the knights of Ren they would just lose cuz those guys are too powerful so maybe they've been cooking up a specific uh but it's
2: <laughs> like a fail safe like if Kylo loses it they send these guys in no i mean like in? a
1: specific group of like really crazy stormtroopers that would be able to take down them and that's how they're playing them up but the thing to me is like they it, would be like i call them the sith troopers and he's like i'm not a sith <laughs> Yeah, it's right. just so dumb. Yeah. like it feels like a mistake. They'd be like, I thought you were a Sith, you, he's a Sith, right? You know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he's right. not. They yeah. go and they like check their order form,
2: they're like, We haven't. The
1: author th- would not make well.
0: A lot of fans, yeah. a lot of casual fans probably think Kylo Ren is a Sith, like even at Celebration, oh, know, that girl said yeah. Kylo Ren on the stage. yeah. Right? And I so. screamed
2: that he wasn't, right? So, I don't,
0: I, I think he's not, I don't see a situation in the in um episode nine where they're not pursuing Hux trying to stab Kylo Ren in the back. I think that's he's still going to out.
2: He's going to yeah. find out that he killed Snow. No,
0: I think because there's a year gap, Lacey, he already finds out in between eight and nine, mm-hmm. and he's been planning. So we're gonna, yep. the first time we see Hux, he's well aware, and he's already planning what's going on, and Kylo Ren at the same time is still trying to sell the lie. So Hux is pretending he doesn't know to Kylo Ren, but he really does know, and yeah. he brings along...
1: I like Star Wars, and they start planning this whole thing. And, <laughs> that's a, that's uh, definitely a novel that someone could write.
2: I think that's what novel
1: it, about when he when yeah. found how out he handles it. Yeah,
2: especially because in that moment he's so scared that Kylo Ren's gonna choke him out. So I could see him just laying low, like playing the long game.
0: Yes. And and that year gap does that. And like James said, you can, after this movie comes out, go back and write that novel, how Hux found out, how he started his plan. And maybe these Sith troopers are a part of that. Maybe they're created and ordered by him behind, because we knew he was more of the military than Kylo Ren was anyway. Kylo Ren was obsessed with his personal stuff. Maybe he got this plan in place behind Kylo Ren's back. And the reason to create them is to take Kylo Ren down.
2: I mean, the action figure comes with, like, seven guns.
1: <laughs> yeah. The the only thing, and I... I, I mean, it's wild I speculation. I, it could be way yeah. off. But Even the laser sword guys, that the uh,
2: Praetorian guards have. They, yeah. they always have them.
1: At the beginning, that I don't think these guys are going to have a very big role. I'm more specifically talking about the fact that they exist means mm-hmm. that we can start to put things together about the storyline. Sure. Absolutely. Um, but the more and more you're talking about it, the more and more it sounds like you're leaning towards they would have a bigger role because they are basically the MacGuffin of like, we're going to use them to take down the blah, blah, blah. And they're the big army. They're the big controversy for Kylo Ren. And I'm like, I don't know, man. uh, I think they're background characters. Or they're just a couple shots
0: off. They're just the tangible symbol showing that Hux is doing this. Instead of yeah. it, it just him talking about it or whatever. Like, they may not have a big, important role. Kylo Ren may destroy them himself in in one fell swoop, right?
1: Yeah, but, and again, what a waste for Hux, you know?
0: Yeah, right.
1: All right, here's how we're using Hux. He's going to build up this thing of Sith troopers. They're going to go after Kylo Ren and die.
0: But unless part of <laughs> Hux's plan it. is to bring back Palpatine.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, maybe, yeah. Yeah.
2: He's also could like be his the thing Sith that troopers
1: fail, but he's got one more thing in his bag, which is like resurrecting Palpatine. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you think it's outrageous? Would it be crazy. outrageous to you, Lacey, if Hux was the one who was behind bringing Palpatine back because he wants to take down Ren?
2: No, because I said that he was going to betray Kylo Ren in the beginning of episode nine in my prediction I, a year ago.
0: I think everyone thinks Hux is definitely out to take out Kylo Ren, right?
2: Yeah, I don't think but I that, right. But I've been saying, and other people have been saying this too, that he's going to be the reason that Kylo Ren goes good.
0: Oh, I don't think that, but that's okay.
2: It could happen.
1: That's a discussion for another time. Okay. Yeah, that d- that does put a <laughs> lot of weight. Man, it's hard to, it's hard to not underplay Hux, but also not overplay him. Yeah. Like, it depends what I, his
2: role is in relation to Palpatine. But going back to the Sith Troopers, which is what we're actually talking about, um, yes. <laughs> I agree that they're not going to play a big role. And I honestly think that this announcement was, like I said, to sell merchandise and to be like, look at this cool thing from this movie coming up that doesn't give anything away or necessarily. Sure. Um, but I understand, James, what you're saying, that the their existence and their name could play a bigger role. But them yes. themselves... Yep.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of in that boat because JJ it's wouldn't
2: give it away if it was a big thing in the movie, and I th- I think yeah. the fact that they're doing a display. So the only displays we've seen up until this point is at Essence Festival in New Orleans. We saw all the costumes that we've already seen. Yep. And then we're now we're seeing stormtroopers with one new stormtrooper, mm-hmm. like they're keeping this really close to the production.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm, it's I, weird. I, there's only there's only there's so many names that you could go with that I'd be like yeah that's just another trooper sure you know sure sure foam troopers forest troopers uh you know <laughs> anything right uh, I'm kind of surprised like,
2: they didn't do an exhibit at d23 of the Knights of Wren because they've already shown the picture of it so it's not like people haven't seen it and it would be something that would be super cool but I guess they went with stormtroopers with the whole 40 year thing
0: mm-hmm
1: but. yeah I, I anything else on these? Or you guys want to talk galaxies? I, um, I,
0: I just want to say quickly. I think that's pretty. I think it's both. I I, I do think that it's JJ saying like, here you go, you can have these. We'll throw that out there <laughs> to get your appetite satisfied for a little mm-hmm. while there. But also because of the name thing, uh, I do think that it's more to it than that. So and they may not have a big role, but I think they them as a symbol may serve as something to help push a narrative. How right.
1: About
2: that? The right. other thing to recognized this months ago when that poster on reddit came out all of us were like this looks pretty legit it is legit everything on that that poster has been true yeah
1: well except for the triangle tie fighters
2: everything else has
1: been true and c3po with the bowcaster
2: no he had the thing on him in the trailer did he they showed a clip of did. him wearing it or a at photo at celebration. Or
1: something. Yeah. Oh, maybe a photo at celebration. Might have been something you saw in this on the celebration stage that we didn't because you guys saw this stuff with that you saw that big like swooping Kylo Ren shot, and we didn't get that.
0: Yeah, well, we saw it in the leaks eventually. Yeah. But um there's one person. But not who this image that wasn't she's about. on that poster, and we'll talk about him on Thursday.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: R2-D2. Wow. All right. Wow.
2: All right,
1: real quick, uh, let's talk Galaxy's Edge. So uh, today, uh, the Star Wars, or not Star Wars, the Disney Parks blog um, revealed a new poster. He said that so,
0: like, like the Disney Parks blog, like you don't like them. (laughs) The
1: Disney Parks blog. Blog. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> emphasis to put on. Uh, they're great. They do great work. Love them on the blog. <laughs> yeah. Um, they put out uh, a new poster, brand new poster, and they announced the dates of Rise of the Resistance. Uh, a, a specific rise against the resist. rise of the resistance poster. I don't know if I specified that, but they're uh, announcing the days. So December fifth is the day that it's opening at Walt Disney World. It's mm-hmm. opening there first. And then January 17th is when it's opening at Disneyland. Also, not to mention, this was announced a couple of days before, but they're also doing, they also announced Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Paris. So let's throw that in there as well. So we're actually getting a third Galaxy's Edge, which is pretty cool. Uh, John, how do you feel about all this news? Uh, are Does this change your mm-hmm. Disney plans? Are you going down in December? I mean I'd like to but probably not.
0: Um but I mean I'll start off I mean the the poster for Rise of the Resistance is incredible. Um it's hands down better than any of the theatrical posters from this era. Um I'd love it. I think it's so uh rich with so much to look at and it's not it's not one of those posters where it's like the one we were just talking about that marketing poster that leaked like where every character blah like it's just mm-hmm. like there's other things here, and there's um layers to it, and a lot of rich colors. And um, I like the tones, so I think the poster is insane. And the fact that it's just for a ride at a theme park, yeah, I almost want to put it on Wait, my wall. But just where's but, the smugglers
1: run poster?
2: There is one,
0: there is one, it leaked. Oh, yeah. there is one, yeah, oh. yeah,
2: and there's a generic not- poster for the actual park itself. So there's Rise, there's three, park,
1: yeah. Oh, okay, I must Scounder have missed Street. that because it, it kind of got lost maybe in the everything else. But this sound seems so specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I know
0: December 5th, I guess that's Walt Disney's birthday. So they. Uh, I don't know if that was a coincidence mm-hmm. or they want to do that on purpose. But I like, I mean, I'm a bigger Walt Disney World fan than Disneyland. I've never been to Disneyland. but uh, So I think Disney World is better, frankly. You're going to um, change
2: your mind once you go.
0: That, you think I'm going to think Disneyland is better? I don't see how but there's just so much more to do with Disney World. But
1: I love this poster. It's pretty awesome. Smuggler's <laughs> Run poster. So James is showing
0: a cover from a PlayStation 2 game that's called Smuggler's Run for those of you listening on audio. Heck
1: yeah! Um, so
0: hey. star baby! I don't know. I, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited um, about the ride opening. I'm not going to go to the park until that ride opens because that's like going to see your favorite band and they're like, you know what? We're, we're just not going to play your 10 favorite songs, though. But then in a, two months from now, we're going to. So it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll go see them in two months. Um, <laughs> but it, it's cool. I'm excited. I don't know when I'm going to get to go. But um, yeah, I, I want to hear why Lacey thinks I'm going to like Disneyland better than Disney World. But
1: Yeah. yeah. Is that, is that an actual that question? question? That is an actual question. Because I've never question. been to Disneyland, but so, I've been to Disney World a lot. Why is Disneyland so better than
0: Disney World?
2: Disneyland is better than Disney World because it's smaller. And it's the original well, yeah. park and oh, okay. you get a sense of Walt Disney when you're there because that's where he used to work and stuff and it's just yeah. better. It's got the Indiana Jones ride, so Matterhorn, World. it's just Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just a better park.
1: Disney World has all those things. No, it doesn't. Disney World doesn't have the, the thing, three things you just mentioned <laughs> now.
0: It has the Indiana Jones stunt show. What are you talking about?
2: That's this is a ride. Though. Doesn't yeah. Indiana
0: Jones ride?
2: Yes. Yeah. John that I've John's been on like, before I saw the movies like, mm. numerous times. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> hmm.
0: But Disney World um, has like five parks. So? Yeah, four four parks. Yeah. And Disneyland is the Disneyland one. Disneyland
1: has two parks and they technically have Pixar Pier too, which is kind of a third park, mm-hmm. right? Mm. I don't know. I'm I I know Disney World just as like this crazy land rock and place. roller coaster.
0: That's probably the best ride in Disney. Period.
2: That ride sucks. What?
1: And You're I th- insane. And I think of Disneyland as just like just the Magic Kingdom and maybe some other stuff yeah. too. So it's, that's how I think of it. I think it's like novelty. We'll like
0: this is the first one, so it's the best one.
2: The Splash Mountain at Disneyland's better than the Splash Mountain at Disney World. It doesn't make any sense. So is the Space Mountain.
1: Yeah, I know Space Mountain's different. Splash Mountain's different too.
2: Splash Mountain is a one row of seats, whereas in Disney World it's two rows of seats. Like, it's two people can sit together. Whereas Splash Mountain, it's one person. I like. How does that make it better?
1: Yeah,
2: it's just more fun. What? So this is completely uh, subjective. (laughs) No, it's a better park.
1: What do you think of the poster and all the the stuff about the ride and all that?
2: I'm super excited for this ride, and I really hope that I'm able to go ride it in December. I would love to take a day off of work and go down and go on this ride. And go see. Do you see think you,
1: you could do it? Do you think yeah. you will in December?
2: Yeah, probably. Why not?
1: Dang, John, she's going to beat us both. That's she's okay. not going to wait for it's all a, of us to ride. Rise park. of the Resistance. Who cares? Why would really I wait for
2: you to go to Florida?
1: No, 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 wait for Disneyland when we oh. all go to Disneyland. No, yeah.
2: I would go to the Florida one.
0: Yeah. I'm just, I am want to go to the Galaxy's Edge, but I'm not like, I gotta go. Like, I just I, think
2: it's super cool.
0: I do too. It's mm-hmm. just.
2: And this ride is supposed to like, from what I've heard, is just going to like change rides forever.
0: You know what it is? Yeah. I think for me, like mentally, in, until I have a trip booked, I'm not gonna like really think about it, or even like fully understand that it exists. Like it
1: just yeah, that like, makes sense. Yeah, I get that. You know what I'm actually kind of afraid of when it comes to Galaxy's Edge—that it lets you down. Like getting there <laughs> and being like, "Oh yeah, this is this is all the stuff that I've already seen."
2: I know because we've seen everything that because like yeah. everybody talked about it so much. Yeah, that you're just like, I, okay. I
1: hear that there. It's so much more, but it, you watch people talk about it, and it's like. They announced A and B and C and D, and then when people talk about it, they're like, oh, man, first we checked out A, then B, (laughs) then we headed over to C, and uh, there's so many other things, like D, and I'm like, okay, like this is all the same stuff, so I feel like I'm going to get there and I'm going to be like, hey, look, it's... C and D and mm-hmm. A, <laughs> you know, like yeah, because you know. it's like and Harry
2: Potter. Everybody talked about that, and I didn't go there for years. And then when I finally went, I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." I was like, "Okay, but I've already seen all of this." The, like
0: coo- the, the coolest thing was that person who posted that thread about the conversation they had with Ray. Someone playing Ray down there. Did you guys see that thread?
2: Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. so
0: this person talked to the person in character as Ray, and was asking her about, you know, have you heard of this? When it came to the First Order or something, she's like, no, I haven't heard of that yet. And she went on a journey with her and they tied a ribbon to one of the trees and said, this is a, you know, a force wish about something. And she went through this whole narrative discussion with a park goer as Ray. And like, you you got to, I forget who the Twitter user was. I'm sure some of our listeners, uh, Mm. if you know it, just post it in the comments. But it actually like blew me away more than the Falcon ride or build your own lightsabers or go to the cantina, like the novelty stuff this was like an actor at playing Ray at Disney parks, just probably following some kind of protocol when she was asked questions, but having a narrative discussion with somebody and it like really interested me. So I think that stuff is probably going to be the stuff I'm into when we go to the park, like the interactions and that sort of thing.
1: I would love to play a star Wars, like speaking role at galaxy's edge because I feel like people would ask me questions all the time and I would like go into like canon accurate details, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that would be like so cool. I'd be like someone who would like read the books and like be highlighting things specifically so I can use them at work. Yeah, Like, right. oh, yes, this right. is
0: sweet. And then yes. you write it off for taxes. You're like, I need this for work research.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it. yeah.
1: That would be so much
0: fun.
2: But alas, right, guys, we'll never get do- to eat with sporks.
0: Ah, yeah, yes, yeah, that, that's right. That's true on eBay.
1: Um, unless you go over to Toy Story Land and get Forky. Oh yeah, mm. Forky. Mm. All right. Um, let's head over to the Scoundrels Rundown, John. Oh what my you got for God! Us this week, I don't
0: believe it. Okay, guys, ready? <laughs> we are going to do something different this week. No. <laughs> so do we, the same. We are going week. to
1: punch it. Punch it. Punch it.
0: guys it's never going to be different ever it's always going to be punch it forever okay our first story the evolution of stormtroopers is coming to d23 for the first time ever lucasfilm is having a uh, pavilion on the show floor and they're going to be showcasing the 40 plus years history of the stormtroopers from the original imperial stormtroopers to the sith troopers that are going to appear in the rise of skywalker that we just talked about so if you are going to d23 Uh, Get your cameras out and take as many pictures as possible because you're going to be as close as you've ever been to all the history of troopers in Star Wars. That should be pretty cool. And uh, I guess a nice little uh, nugget for fans to check out uh, while at D23. Uh, The next story, Phasma, Age of Resistance comics. So we've seen these uh, Age of uh, stories coming out, and now we're into the Age of Resistance, the final leg here, and the Phasma story came out. And I don't. I won't get into spoilers. So if you want to, head to StarWarsNewsNet.com. Uh, I believe Kyle did the review on this. Uh, so go check out his review if you want to check that out. Or if, obviously go get the comic. But the most revealing thing to me is you actually saw Phasma with her helmet off, and um, she kind of looks like Wendell Christie. So if you're wondering what Phasma looked like, <laughs> big spread. That's what she would have looked like if they didn't cheap it cheap shot us with no not enough phasma in the sequel trilogy but uh go check out the phasma comic and i have a feeling there's gonna be more phasma content coming down the line once they realize that they probably didn't use her enough but unfortunately it doesn't look like it will be Gwendolyn christie it'll be in comics and things like that okay the final story new york comic-con is coming in october uh i know at least Lacey and i will be there and you know who else will be there no probably not james um <laughs> you don't know that maybe 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 but billy d williams is going to be there lando will be there at new york comic-con making a lot of money signing autographs paying for more capes and canes and stuff like that Being as smooth and cool as possible at the Javits Center in New York City. So um, we'll see. Maybe uh, we'll pony up and actually take a photo with Lando. We'll see. But um, we expect more of the Rise of Skywalker stuff to uh, be announced for New York Comic Con. And obviously we'll cover as much of that as we can for you. And also let you know about more potential guests coming. Maybe if Jonas goes, we can toss him a bag full of Make Solo 2 Happen t-shirts. But we'll see what happens. That is it. For the scoundrels rundown of course for all of our stories and our news reports from the resistance report and the scoundrels rundown head to star wars every day news will be heating up especially as uh, D23 approaches and thereafter so go there every day to stay up to date on all your Star Wars news now we shall send it over to Lacey Gillerin, and she's going to run through your questions and ask the resistance so Chewie get us out of here
1: <laughs>
2: All right, guys, it's time for Ask the Resistance. You have Star Wars questions. Hopefully, we have some pretty good Star Wars answers. I've been wondering, what are chlorians? So the first question comes from Scott Gibson at Scott Gibby. Hi, Scott. Uh, and he asks, since I think we have a strong shot at Solo, a Solo Disney Plus series, me too, Scott, hashtag make Solo 2 happen, who would you want to have their own episodic arc slash second most screen time? Han and Chewie not counted. Kira, Lando, Bubba, Boba, Bubba, Boba, Nest,
1: Bubba, Bubba,
2: Ma- Mall. Ma- I have to say Kira myself. So <laughs> Bubba,
1: you see Bubba, Bubba, Bubba Gump, Bubba Fett. I like how Nest was right after Boba, so it was like Boba Nest. Boba Fett's like fried shrimp. Grilled all shrimp, right, all right,
2: shrimp. Scott. I'm gonna go first because ladies first. We all know this. Um, so I would also want to see Kira. I think there's a huge story there that's not being told of what happens when she goes to meet Mall. Um, I think she has a lot to explain of where she's going and where she's come from. <laughs> she's got a lot of explaining to do. All right. <laughs> oh man. But if not Kira, then I would say Emphis Best, because she's the best. And I think it would be really cool to see where the rebellion is starting and how they're fighting the bad guys. So that's my answer. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Nice. Next is Gary Vegas at The Donkey Drip. And he, hey. <laughs> and he says if you could only pick one music theme from the prequels to be used in The Rise of Skywalker. What would it be? My choice is Anakin's theme. James, our move, or well, our movie guy, our music guy.
1: <laughs> He's the one who likes the movies. <laughs> James, our
0: Star Wars guy. <laughs> yeah, what you tackle this one?
2: Oh my god, my brain is not working tonight. Music, you like music? You were in a band. What do you think, James?
1: So. So, yeah, obviously there's a couple different themes in there that if they were to go down a specific route in the movie, like, for instance, if they are bringing back Anakin, then, yeah, sure, I'd like Anakin's theme to, you know, pop up. Um, there's also, like, the 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 lover thing. If they go down that route, you know, across stars, that'd be great. But I think in, in my mind, the one that would be the most likely to pop up would be Duel of Fates. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. that just makes the most sense to me because I think that you're going to have the light side versus the dark side. And if there's any way to pull in those three movies without having to mention characters and places, and like, let's try to keep away from that as uh, much as we can. Uh, the music is a good way to do it because everybody loves John Williams, mm-hmm. and they could bring in that song and be like, hey, remember probably the one thing you did like about the prequels? We're going to tie it in and we're going to make this the official final battle and it's going to bring in little elements of that song. And that's probably the best way to do it. Although um, I like a lot of the music. Uh, Most of it is too specific, like droid attack. (laughs) You know, you're like, (laughs) uh, okay, droid army. And you're like, I can't use that. So um, I think that's the answer. Duel of Fates has got to be the one.
2: That's a great answer. I just think of the meme where it's from Step Brothers where Will Ferrell's all sweaty and he's like, Why are you sweating? And he's like, Because I was listening to Duel of the Fates. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. All right. Next is Carl Steer at Darth Hurricane. And he asks Will we ever see the Night Sisters again in Star Wars? And if so, could we ever see them in live action? John, last but not least. What do you think, Night Sisters? What, uh, what was that karate movie you just did?
0: That was a Taras Kasi.
2: Oh, okay. Um,
0: That's like that seventies.
2: 70s... Night Sisters.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. If I was in an eighties band, I would call my band the Night Sisters. Uh, I just picture oh, yeah.
2: like flames going off behind John. If we, yeah, if green
0: we green flames, if we ever get to one hundred thousand <laughs> subscribers on this channel. I will uh, wear a mullet wig and record a full fledged 80s hair metal song by the Night Sisters. Okay. All right. It'll never happen. So that's okay.
2: I thought it was called Night Sisters.
0: The band's called Night Sisters. And then the song would be Night Sisters off of the album Night Sisters. <laughs> okay. Now, the answer to this um, <clears throat> will we see them again? Yes. I think you will. Um, I don't know whether that would be probably more likely in a comic or a book, uh, maybe some animated, right? But there is a window there for live action if they do make a solo follow up because we have Kirigana Dothamir. It takes place years before Rebels, where we saw the spirits encounter Ezra and Maul uh, to try to like break their bond. So I think the window of opportunity is there. John Kasdan likes the lore dives. We know that. So I think if we saw them in live action again, it could be to a, po- a follow-up to Solo if we do visit Dothamir. How about that? So I think we will see them again. No guarantee it's live action. But if we do see them in live action, we're looking at uh, in a follow-up to Solo. Um, and that would be where I believe that would happen. So, uh, Mr. Stare, I hope that question, the answer to that question, suited you well.
1: Not sisters!
0: i thought he was gonna say no well
2: james i thought you were gonna say no too
0: neither of you know me very well that's the problem
2: it's because you don't have a beard anymore who er who are you who Who are you no it's because
1: usually you're like nah it's the comics things don't move (laughs) up you know Mm -hmm. that's usually your thing
2: i thought you were gonna say no because it's animation That's what I'm, yeah. I I said comics, but I mean, like anything. Oh, yeah. I only say
0: yes. Like Darth Maul literally said, well, not Darth Maul anymore, but Maul literally said, come to me on Dothamir. And that's where they're from,
1: right? So it's that that increases the odds, I guess. Is that the first time Dothamir was mentioned in a live action film? Has
0: to be. Unless they slid it in in the prequels somewhere.
1: Yeah. I don't know. But
0: I know always I said yeah. was if, if they showed up in live action, that's probably where you're looking at it. Right. Yeah. I'm not like,
2: you're going to see right. the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop?
0: I be right. will forever do it.
2: <laughs> all right. Last question is from Chewbacca Flocka Flame at T Crescent. Um, and we're all going to answer this quickly. In your opinion, who is slash are the most underappreciated character characters in the entire saga? James, you go first. Night sisters. (laughs) No. No. No.
1: (laughs) Me first, though. (laughs) Yes, you go mon mothma a mm. hundred uh. percent mm. that lacy's expression is, is what i'm talking about she's like oh that character yes that character the head of the rebellion like the fact that she's in rogue one to me is like thank you finally like acknowledging this character like if you look at the entire span of all 9 movies, she like makes one appearance very small and yet she's the whole reason all of this is happening, you know? They even cut her out of Revenge of the Sith. They're like, yeah, well, whatever, you know. It's like what are you talking about in all the ancillary, like, like novels and comics. And I'm sure even in legends, like this character is like the leader of the rebellion. And she's like the first person to take over the new Republic and all this. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're trying to tell me this person doesn't have an important role. And you're like, yeah, it's just like, it's like in an action movie when they're like the president, like the president doesn't have an important role. He's just the president. Right. But I'm like, that's not the star Wars is not just some action movie. Like these, these, specifically her like she has a very important role in all of this and making all this stuff happen mm-hmm. and and people look to her for leadership she's not just like a figurehead you know? yeah so mon Mothma. also she
0: always wears white and like n- never a ketchup stain <laughs> or anything flawless <Wallace.
1: laughs> yeah you've only <laughs> seen her well, no, I guess you've seen her in the edited end in, uh, yeah, Rogue One. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three times with the white. Maybe maybe get her a nude. Maybe
2: white's stylist. her color. John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes.
1: What oh, do you yes. Think? Um, Wedge Antilles.
0: Um, Wedge never gets enough credit. And if you compared him to like a real war hero. He's in all your major wars. He did the Death Star 1, survived that, was one of two people who survived that. He did the Battle of Hoth, and he took down AT-ATs um, with Jensen and uh, Luke and those guys. He did Death Star 2 and survived that. It was an integral part of getting in there and flying up and helping them blow that thing up. And you got Lando getting the credit. You got Han and Luke getting the credit for the first one. But Wedge was a big part of all of that. And that's why I really hope we see him in episode nine. So I think Wedge Antilles, uh, everyone talks about Chewie didn't get his medal. Where's Wedge's medal? How about that? So I think Wedge Antilles, underappreciated hero of the Star Wars saga. And his favorite band?
2: Nazistas! Okay. He also
1: kind of had this like. Going to the graveyard. <laughs> Under the radar relationship with Snap Wexley's mom.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, Snap. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Oh,
2: uh, we're unraveling here.
0: <laughs> we're having fun.
2: Um, I'm gonna say Admiral Akbar. I think he's really unappreciated or underappreciated. I thought that too,
1: but I was like, uh, "There's no way you can consider him underappreciated." I do. Like, that guy the gets way that so he got treated in the it,
2: the way he got treated in Last Jedi, he is definitely underappreciated.
1: That that's being underappreciated by one person, right? It's still but still, everybody else is like. Well, all right. There you go, Admiral Akbar. Mm. Yes,
2: he deserved a hero's exit to the saga, and he just was fried calamari, and it offended me. So he's underappreciated. Okay, interesting. Also, when people, when I tell people I like Admiral Akbar, and he's like one of my favorite characters, people are always like, "Why? Because he had a line?"
1: I mean, they're right though. I will
2: underappreciated.
1: you're saying he's one of your favorite characters.
2: He is. He doesn't even have character. I'm saying I appreciate him. Oh, okay. I said other people underappreciate him.
0: All right, I, I always, I always saw him as like a 180 pounds pile of rubber. To, you know.
2: That's nice of you to say about one of my favorite characters. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think. I think the way I look at him is is he doesn't have an arc, but he is a good symbol of someone who like never changes because he knows like exactly what he wants to be. Mm-hmm. So like even when they show him at a young age, he's like, "Uh, no, we're gonna fight for this, yeah." And we're gonna right, stand up and he
2: has such a big role in Return of the Jedi. And
1: yeah, then he
2: they sits just in that chair like,
0: like a ball. Then they
2: were just like, "Psych, just kidding." <laughs> he doesn't matter in the new movie. <sighs> All right, guys. Thank you for your (laughs) questions. (laughs) Really appreciate Star Wars questions here on Ask the Resistance. Ask the Resistance. Okay. So if you want your questions on the show, you are going to follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN and tweet them at us or use hashtag Ask the Resistance. John, back to you.
0: Okay. Guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. If you haven't yet or if you're new to the Resistance broadcast, welcome To the resistance base. We'll be back on Thursday with you, but make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and if you're watching, right here on YouTube. Um, Drop a comment, uh, get involved in the conversation on Twitter, like Lacey said, at RBATSWNN. We have a really awesome community of uh, listeners and viewers, and uh, everyone likes to interact and have a good time. So join the party. It makes being part of our podcast experience even better. And get involved with the podcast by dropping questions and resistance transmissions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, make sure you also head to StarWarsNewsNet.com, as I said earlier, for all of your Star Wars news and information. And if you want to support the Resistance broadcast, like these fine fellows do, those are our generals on Patreon, and that is a Carmelo, a.k.a. A Grey Jedi. Yes, Carmelo, I'm saying a Grey Jedi, okay? Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, <laughs> Len Brown, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, <laughs> our newest general, David Probus, and Val Tretchkoff. What a list. What a crew. Thank you guys so much for your support. If you want to support the Resistance Broadcast, just hop over to the site right now after the show slash resistance broadcast. We have new content going up there pretty much every day. You can start uh, supporting us at $2 a month at the pilot level, and we have five tiers all the way up to the general level. Uh, but either way, you get a lot of great content, and of course, you're supporting us, so we thank you for all of your support. But don't forget, our podcast will always be free every Monday and Thursday. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over starwarsnewsnet.com.
1: Uh, James Bainey. How about you, buddy? Um, when Twitter is not down, you can find me at Myr Trunks, M I R. It's right here. That felt like, like the, right the, that
0: legit felt like the Truman Show. I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> Twitter's down. <laughs> it's true. I went to go tweet about Twitter being down. That's how mentally ill I've become from from Twitter. But anyway, uh, Lacey, like James said, when Twitter's not down, where where can people uh, find you tweeting about uh, eating dinner at your coffee table?
2: I thought we were. You can past find this. Lacey
1: at hashtag Make Solo Two Happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true.
2: Is that a joke? Because that's actually true. Uh, no, you can yeah, find me like at. like there. Lacey at Lacey Gillarin.
1: That I did is it.
2: right. That on Twitter and right. Instagram. I've been posting on Instagram.
0: Yeah, I don't like, I'm not a big, like, people have been following me on Instagram. I'm like, if I guess if you want to see like a picture of my John's son. John's been
2: liking my photos yeah. at Lacey Gillarin. Have I? Yes.
1: When when people get on Instagram to look at photos, can we call it watching the Grammys? I guess. <laughs> I guess so. That is the dumbest like, thing you have you, ever said. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, what are you doing over there? Oh, watching the Grammys. I mean, so
0: it's, not, dumb. Uh, yeah. it's not great. It's not great. It's
2: it's not good. Um, but yeah, you can catch me on Twitter talking about how Benzel is gonna live.
0: Right. Um. Hashtag viral. Um. All right, guys. So we will be Stop. back on Thursday, where we're gonna discuss. Where is R two D two? Is JJ hiding him on purpose? And is he going to have a big role in The Rise of Skywalker under the radar during the marketing of the film? And so, will
2: John have his beard back in time for Thursday?
0: I doubt it very much. It's, it's, <laughs> I can promise you I, I doubt it very much. Um, all right, guys. So uh, we're going to fire that discussion up on Thursday. But until then, uh, enjoy your week and, one, and, and try to wonder, are we bringing the Will of the Force back? Are we doing one with the force? What's going on? Can we get
2: that sweatshirt that James has on?
0: Yeah, try to. If you can find James's sweatshirt (laughs) in time, we'll know that you found it. I found it. James being. Okay, guys. So we'll (laughs) we see you on Thursday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. And as always, we'll see you around, kids.